When someone comes at you with a rope, when someone comes at you with a gun, despite the fact that you've done nothing, he tells you, suffer people. Pray for those who you do despite. Be long suffering. And how long can you suffer after suffering for 400 years? Yes, I'm sick of the world. Yes, I'm sick of the world. Look at the time. So sick of the world. Waking on the signs of blindly in the blind. I gotta go rescue their minds. Yes, I'm sick of the world. All these lies. Yes, I'm sick of the world. Look at the time. So sick of the world. Waking on the signs of blindly in the blind. I gotta go rescue their minds. A world focused on drama, ignoring the comma. Our babies out here holding the armor. No dad to protect them from the slaughter. With these man-made weapons, flu injections, they all about to miss this message, life for a black man on this foreign land, they got What's up, what's up, what's up, welcome back to the STC podcast, Spark the Convo, I am your host, John Trey, and I have special guest host with me this week, my family, this is my little cousin. Hi, this is Zakia. Hi, this is Jemiah. And my auntie. My name is Renee. And we're going to spark this combo for y'all this week. So we just had July 4th yesterday. So tell me something about yourself, Zakia. How was your July 4th? What you do? I visited family. I went to a country town. Excuse me. They are still popping fireworks. I went to a country town called Pine Tops, North Carolina. Shout out to everybody who lives there. Fun fact, Petey Pablo, take your shirt off, it's from there. Uh, Petey Pablo. Spinning around your head like a helicopter. <laughs> nah, so uh, what y'all do out there? What's it called again? You know, I'm from the city. I can't pronounce that. What you say? Pine Tops, North Carolina. Pine, Pine Top, North Carolina. What's up, Pine Top? So is that a black community? Uh, what I've known from there is it is a friendly community, black or white. Okay. Police are not. Everybody's, you know, they are people. They are color blue. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. So what y'all? What y'all was just visiting family yeah, and stuff like that? Yeah, just family. Went to um, aunties' houses, my in-laws. I had a good time. Had a good time. So Jemiah, how old is you? Yeah, this is my little cousin. She just graduated. She graduated this year and going through this pandemic. And um, how you feel about your school year, this 2020 thing that's going on? Well, honestly, I'm glad it's over with. You're glad it's over with? <laughs> yes. Um, because the whole year, mm-hmm. it was just, I don't know, senior year, it started out so rocky. And then it started, like, leveling off started getting to a good place and then boom corona corona which is still existing you know fun fact i give y'all today uh corona is they're saying is airborne because whoever talks you can give it and just a little drop it of it as the kid wanted to cough as we started talking about corona so i'm gonna have to check her temperature in a few so um Jemai, so uh, with you going through the corona and being the graduation, how did you graduate? Like, did you get the walk? They made it to where we pulled up at our school. 
and like the front what the you know the front office of the school buildings are all the teachers administrators principals they were lined outside and it was like a carpool line you pull up to a certain like at the very beginning of the carpool line you get out that's like you walk in to get your diploma you get it then the car like follows you as you walk down to pick up like other little other little decorations from the school and then you get in your car and they hand you handed your diploma and everything. Yeah. Man, did you miss prom? Not having prom? Did y'all have a prom? No. You didn't get to have a prom. Mm-hmm. You mad about that? Kinda. I mean, I was looking for like I wanted to go, but I went my sophomore year, so it was kind of like at least I got to experience. You went your it. sophomore year. Hold up. Who who, who took you <laughs> to the prom in sophomore? Where we was at? Everybody watch me go off. Y'all gonna say y'all? I was gonna say you, you with us. Yeah, that was a nice outfit. Junior, what blue or purple or something? Yeah, I wore a navy blue. Yeah, I remember that. That was my little cousin. She looked older than when she was. Look at like the Megan Good. Back in the day, no, I think you and my dad y'all were out of town. I, probably, I, I had think, to video yeah. chat him to see Yeah, it. I had to see it on Facebook. Yeah. But TJ, I mean, not TJ, Johnny, Robert. So, uh, you didn't get to have a prom. What you do for the fourth, though? Oh, just went up to the neighborhood. Neighborhood. What's that like? Did y'all wear y'all mask? Oh, y'all. Yeah. I ain't wear my mask around the family, but uh, uh, let me stop. I'm just playing with y'all, man. Y'all know how we get down, though. We family, so you know. But no, hey, don't what? be you ain't nothing. Uh, but I chill. My fourth was chilling. I was laid back. I didn't celebrate nothing. Me and Renee, me and my auntie Nay and my kids, we chilled. We just chilled in the yard. We really didn't do nothing yesterday, and uh, that was that. But. uh we had a lot of activities go down yesterday. Uh, I woke up, started my day, and watched Farrakhan speak, and um, we're going to talk about that. Uh, going through the day, I got to see the NFAC, Not Fucking Around Coalition, get down in Stone Mountain, Georgia. We're going to talk about that, but first we're going to start off with some fun things. You know my little fun top 10 game I like to do. This week we're doing top 10 actors, black actors, and uh, top 10 black movies. Um, I'm going to start off with Sakia, with your top 10 actors. Top 10 actors would be, it was very hard to, surprisingly and happily, it was very hard to come up with 10 of my top, but my number 10 with an honorable mention, let me not say. You got an honorable mention, so it's going to be 11. But it is hard because I had a difficulty with it. But it was like I based it off of the top 10 actors. No matter what movie they're on, I'm going to watch it. So that's okay. how I kind of based mine yeah. on. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm not going to rank them. I'm just going to say my top 10. Eddie Murphy. Hmm. Regina King. Samuel L. Jackson, Angela Bassett, Nia Long, 
that fire. Loretta Devine. What's, Alpha. Who she played in? What's Loretta Devine. Yeah, just just give me a movie that she played. She played in, in The Help. She played in the see some. Oh, oh, what you would know most recently is Ma. Oh, that's her. That's her? Yeah, I Ma. was gonna pick her. Okay. Ma. I know who Loretta Devine. She's very And the maid. Wasn't she the maid? The, in the, the Help. Yeah. Oh, the help. Okay, so that's six. Ma. Uh, I would say Richard Pryor. Every single one of his movies. I wasn't gonna say he was the best at one of the best actors, but every single one of his movies I would watch right now if it was on. Uh yeah, eight. Wesley Snipes. Okay. One of my favorite movies is Demolition Man. Facts, that's one of my favorite <laughs> movies. Right now. For sure. I didn't even put them on my list either. I just forgot about that until I said it out loud. But that typically wasn't a black movie, so, you know. Yeah. It's a good movie, though. And last but not least. No, nah, you got two more. Oh, two more? Mm-hmm. I said Morgan Freeman? That's nine. Okay. Uh, I said Angel Bassett. That was one of my top. Yeah, you said Angel. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston as an actress? Yes. Every single one of her movies I will watch right now. What movies? The, the Bridges Wife. Okay. Cinderella. Cinderella. With Brandy. Okay, so that's why. I, <laughs> see, this is why I have women on this week. I'm dedicating this episode for to the black women, so I need to be diverse. So, okay, Whitney Houston, who's your honorable mention? <laughs> bodyguard had me think her sister really wanted to kill her in real life okay. <laughs> so what's your honorable mention and my honorable mention would be did I say Alfred Wooder Alfred, Al- Alfred Wooder Alfred no Wooder. that's good that's a good honorable mention what did he play in that's a woman all right, so what's your top 10 actors <laughs> and actresses, Jemaya? She play in The Help, too. Uh, she uh, play in uh, Black Panther. Okay, I know you're talking about that. Uh, the, uh, uh, not Lapita, but the other lady. With the ball mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. All right, so what's your top 10, Jemaya? Speak up for me. I said Idris Elba. Viola Davis, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, Lord Jesus. Hold on. Let me correct this. Hold on. Wait. You can't I, do I, that. I, 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 it's I said, already recorded. I described Alfred Woodard as somebody else. That lady, this, that, the lady I described to y'all just now is not Alfred Woodard. Alfred Woodard is the lady with the big eyes from Holiday Heart. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> she did not play it back Black Panther. Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> I don't remember her. So start over to my... I said Idris Elba, Viola Davis, Whoopi Goldberg, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith, Denzel Washington, Samuel Jackson, Eddie Murphy, Morgan Freeman, uh, Martin Lawrence, and Angela Bassett. Okay. That's it. I don't permit to have Angela Bassett. Mm -hmm. So, look. Keep what? track of the ones that we have in common. So I you, you had Eddie Murphy. She had Eddie Murphy. She had Angela Bassett. She had Morgan Freeman she and, Samuel Morgan Freeman and Samuel Jackson. Okay. And I knew Jemaya was going to have Kiki Palmer on her list. Kiki you know? Palmer is not acting in that. She did. Oh, so, Renee, 
What's your list, man? <laughs> Top 10 actors. Oh, man. This was so hard. I couldn't even remember my memory. Lord, let me see. The actors. Okay. This is y'all. Okay. You got to speak up, too. Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier, that's one. Eddie Murphy. That's two. Richard Roundtree. Okay. Will Smith. That's four. Jamie Foxx. That's five. Did I say Denzel? That's six. Uh, Samuel Jackson. That's seven. Uh, hmm. uh, we got three more. Uh, you know what? Uh, did I say Richard Pryor? Yeah. That's eight. She didn't no. say Richard Pryor. Okay. Kia said Richard Pryor. I did or didn't? No, you didn't. But you know, I... I'd like to be a Cosby. That's nine. Okay, that's a good one. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, Free Bill. And, uh... Um, Dang, I forgot to say one. It's this guy. I can't think his name. Seems like it's, uh... Oh, I like, uh... Uh... Terrence. Terrence. Ter- Terrence Howard. Howard. That's yeah, ten. Terrence so who would you throw in there just for love? Extra. Just out in one that come to mind that you like. Mm, um, the guy, he's pretty smart. Um, man over here. If, guy, if he, I had the video you know, version of name? what she was doing right now, What's y'all. The name? She's basically playing oh, uh, charades. Uh, <laughs> he's a, uh, a writer. <laughs> She's doing charades he right now. Yeah, Tyler Perry. We're going to give her Tyler Perry because she loves Tyler Perry. I'm going to just tell y'all that. Yeah, but I wasn't talking about Tyler. Yeah, she's talking about, she's not talking about Tyler. About, um, Who? Look at that. He's married to, no, he's not married to Angela Bassett. Though. Oh, talk she about, talking about, I know about she talking uh, about now. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's your, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, Britt Earl and me. Okay. <laughs> Lawrence All right, so here's my top ten actors. So, what does she have in common with y'all? I heard Eddie Murphy. I heard... Eddie Murphy. Denzel. Denzel. Samuel Morgan Freeman. Okay. And my man, the comedian that I said. Will Smith. Richard Pryor. And Will Smith. Okay, so here's my top ten. Number one, Denzel Washington. I didn't name no ladies. Number two, Will Smith. Number three, Samuel L. Jackson. Number four, Angela Bassett. Number five, Eddie Murphy. Number six, Halle Berry. Number seven, Regina King. Number eight, Martin Lawrence. Number nine, Jamie Foxx. Number 10, Sanai Latham. And my honorable mention is Lorenz Tate. You know who everybody it's, this does just y'all pick. It's no matter. Like you know, it's for everybody else to see if if their pick will match ours. So who we all had in common that I heard a lot of was Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. Will Smith, mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, mm-hmm. Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. I heard them frequently. Jamie Foxx, I heard a lot, at least by three of us. Uh, Richard Pryor, we heard twice. If I could take out my Richard Pryor, well, no. If I could take out my Morgan Freeman and put in Lawrence Fishburne, I would. Okay, so that's two people. 
Lawrence Fishburne. That was her honorable mention. Uh, so to me, I feel like out of out of that, uh, all four of us, the top actors really is Denzel Washington, no, Will Smith, Biggie, I guess so. Will He's Smith, Samuel L. Jackson, Eddie Murphy. I think the top actress, <laughs> not separating them, but Angela Bassett was on all of ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she that. stands alone for real. Like I didn't hear Halle Berry from nobody the, else. Regina King, me and Kia had. Uh, what's the lady the name that play Proud Mary? I can't believe I can't. Taraji P. Henson? Yeah, nobody. Yeah, Taraji's on my head. What did you say? Taraji, Whoopi, Holly Burley. But you made them, you separated them in women. Women. Pam Greer. Yeah, so Taraji, I will put Taraji as a good. Actor, like I, any movie she would make, I watch. Yeah. So Angela Bassett, no Taraji. So Taraji, Taraji to me yeah. would be up there with Angela for real. Yeah. Like Hallie yeah. and them getting, they really ain't, you know, doing no black films like that. So, you know, then that was fun. So I'm gonna do top ten movies. I'm gonna start it off, and then we work our way around again. My top ten movies: number one, Harlem Nights, Life. Number two, number three, Coming to America. Number four, Malcolm X. Number five, Juice. Number six, Dead Presidents. Number seven, Friday. Number eight, New Jack City. Number nine, Django. Number ten, Five Heartbeats. And my honorable mention is Rosewood. You better go all. I'm saying. So, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you go ahead and go next. I mean, that's just my favorite. Like, them are my, like, I know line for line. Like, now I got some good ones that I like, and I'm this is my personal Crooklyn. Okay. I always. I I love Crooklyn. I'll be mad at my kids. They won't sit and watch it. Yeah, Crooklyn is. Claudine. Is a good that one. Would, that's a I good seen one. that movie. Oh, it could you be a book game. Claudine, everybody go see Claudine. Hide from the welfare lady. <laughs> <laughs> Eve's Bayou. Okay. Uh, that's number one on my list. Oh, yeah. Eve's Bayou. Look at that. Well, I don't like that Man, movie. Like that. I liked it. Okay. That would be crazy. Oh, color purple. I mean, y'all think I got the Harlem Nights. Okay. Number four. Friday. Mm hmm. Five. Bad Boys, surprisingly, the last one that just came out. Okay. Knocked out my number one. All right. (laughs) Um, Black Panther. I love the message behind that movie and the movement that went with it. Okay. Uh, Poetic Justice. Soulful. Those are good black movies, though. Now, mm, mm, mm. it just got you got two more. You got a ten and an honorable mention. How to be a player. That's one of my favorite movies. Number ten, how to be a player. Yeah, that's a good. And my honorable mention would be 
the wood color purple. I'm gonna get you mm. sucker waiting to excel. So what was your honorable mission? I will. <laughs> you crazy. All right, Jemai, your the turn. I hate you, give. I give it to So what was what was? Cause I, I think Harlem Nights is what we both had. I hate movies like Rosewood is one of my favorite. You said movies, Harlem Nights I coming won't to America. Watch that. Like, I haven't watched that okay. in a while. But I will give it to my honorable mention. Will go to the Hate You Give the because even give. though it upsets me, I love it. Right. I love that message. And I, I would type to like that one movie with old big girl. Precious. <laughs> That stupid oh, yeah. ass dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Your turn, Javon. <laughs> wow. I didn't want to talk about that movie. Okay. That's so stupid. I said Eve's Bayou. Okay. The Color Purple. Hidden Figures. Okay. Set It Off. The Five Heartbeats. Poetic Justice. Okay. The Wiz. Friday. Baby's Kids. Get Out. And, um, House. One. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. How did you know about House Party One? But uh, so, what did we have a like? I heard yeah, Friday. Didn't did me, yeah. No, we no, we oh. just asking what she had a like so we can remember. Oh yeah, yeah. Friday. So, uh, what you have a like? She, we both had East by you. Yeah, East by Five heartbeats. Five heartbeats. Okay, I had five heartbeats. Poetic justice. She had poetic justice. Yeah. Friday. I had Friday. We all had Friday so far. That was it. Then you, then you had a bad boys last one. Mm-mm. Oh. Okay. And what's your honorable mention? Should have been on there. House party. Okay, that's cool. Them some good movies. So all these movies, if you ain't never seen that, your black card might get took. Mm-hmm. Um, Renee, Auntie Nay. Oh, Let's get your top ten movies. I, I want to hear. I want to hear them classic seventies movies on this one. The Black Klansman. No, I ain't seen that one. I've been looking for it though. I've been trying to find that movie. Okay. Malcolm X. That's one. Black Panther. Mm-hmm. What love got to do with it? Dream Girl. I should have put Dream Girls. Uh, Cotton Come to Harlem. <laughs> Uptown Saturday Night. Let's do it again. Six, yeah. Color Purple. Seven, eight. Bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Superfly. Okay. Car Wash. All right, that's, High. Okay, that's 11. There you go. Ray. Listen to, okay, that's <laughs> Set it off. <laughs> Lady got the blues. Lake of Water Blues. If you ain't never yeah, seen. Blues. She said Lady got the blues. If y'all ain't never seen none of the movies, your black card might get taken. Um, I think the movie we had the most. Because I'm trying to think of a movie she had we had. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have you it. You had, no, say me and you had set it off. Oh, you put set it off. She yelled all that at the no, end. It was about 13. The that was like 14. Was I mean, but I get that. Oh, what yeah. was the first 10? What was the your first 10? Okay. Okay, I ain't even put Catwoman on there, but uh, <laughs> that's not a black. <laughs> that ain't no black movie. Oh, it ain't Catwoman. Oh, Catwoman. We had the color purple. Oh, that was it. Okay, yeah, her and Jemai had the color purple. The color purple. 
Nobody had Malcolm X. Yeah, I had Malcolm X. Yeah. Black Panthers, we had that. Yeah, there's somebody oh, had Black, yeah, Black Panther. Panther. I had that. I had Malcolm X. What about that Uptown Cotton coming home? <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all hear the name of these movies? What movie? Who was in that? Who was in that movie? Okay. Uptown. I want to know who went, who was in Cotton Uptown. What? Uptown Saturday Night. No, I know that movie. I'm talking about the other one. Let's the do cotton. it again. No, the Cotton movie. No, she Cotton t- coming home. <laughs> Okay, let me see. Who was in Cotton Come to Harlem, Nate? We got a lot of movies. Cotton. Cotton Come to Harlem. He, he, he was in Color Purple, though. Who is that? He was in Cornberry Early, me too. Lawrence Fishburne? He, he was in Color Purple when the, the white lady was scared when she couldn't drive herself home. When she just dropped Oprah back off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, who was it that ended up with all that money on Cotton Come to Harlem? Man, I ain't never seen Cotton Come to Harlem. Listen to this. Man, that's a good movie. You never seen it? I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, it was I a bell of cotton. Google that real quick while, while we jump on the up. next oh, subject. She said, Cotton Come to Harlem, y'all. And you know Look how no, far we done came with the no names con- of the movies. A bell of cotton at that. A bell of cotton. Well, <laughs> a barrel? What's a bell of cotton? I could have had that bell of cotton. Oh, why? Why looks that up for me? Um. We want to say justice for Breonna Taylor. Oh, my goodness. Amen. Rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. R.I.P. What's the name? Um, Continue to sign those petitions. We need to lock them officers up. Officers are not locked up yet. They They still out here on the line of duty. Uh, Matter of fact, Cotton comes to home. I can say it's time for justice. I think that's the boy from. Martin. It's been time Who? for justice. Uh, what's his name? The uh, the owner of <laughs> the, the radio station. Come on. I don't know none of these dudes. Man, Those, that's a that's good one. Oh, that's a good. I'm gonna post a picture of this on my Instagram, on my Facebook, Cotton in the group, in the STC group. I'm gonna let y'all see what Cotton Come to Harlem look like. This is and as soon as we get off this. I don't know if somebody can tell me who's the actors. I can see who the actor name. I know Godfrey is one. Raymond Jack Godfrey Cambridge. Okay. Raymond Saint Jacob. Calvin Calvin Lockfrey. Okay, Red Fox is in there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Red Fox. All right, it might be credible. Red Fox is. Well, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. We need justice. We need them officers to at least get fired and get locked up. And get judged. So, I, I I don't understand why they even got fired or judged it, and that let that girl had to lose her life in her own home, which y'all with no knock kicking in doors like y'all looking for some dope or something, kicking in doors and stuff. You was supposed to get shot at, mm-hmm. kicking my door. It's crazy. Is it sad? Um. We had a video that went viral this week. The girl that got punched in the face in the Miami airport. What y'all think about that? Y'all ain't see that video? Go ahead and look it up. I want y'all to see that because I saw the video and as a black man, just go put a girl punched in the face at the airport. As a black man seeing that, regardless if she's wearing jeans or a dress, it, it made me mad because he had no reason to hit that woman like that. 
I know she broke her jaw because she was in shock that she he hit her so hard. Um, we need to. This break. is in Bedale County. Yes, we need him to get fired and locked up for assault. Even the airport security flipping out. We need him fired and brought up on assault charges, or we're gonna bring him up on assault charges. You good? You can play it. They say slap. You saw it, so it's not a slap, y'all. He knocked her back by three feet. So y'all be safe out there. Um, My black people, be safe. You know, all other people, if you see this type of assault going on and you know it's not right, Stand up. Stand up and protect that person. Period. Exactly. Period. Stand up and protect that person. He needs to know that he's accountable and he needs a citizen's arrest. So you need to learn your rights as a citizen, as a tax-paying citizen. You shouldn't have to see that going in the airport. And just let it go on. Y'all are able to... Same way y'all don't want to see no ghetto ratchet stuff, we shouldn't have to see, you know, official abuse. I don't care who it is and what badge they wear, what uniform they wear. So it's just time to change. So we're gonna jump on Kanye West. Kanye West says he's running for president, yo. I hope not. I really hope you sure not. don't get my vote. You ain't gonna vote for Kanye West. I please <laughs> do not run if Kanye West. If you are listening. Please, if you want to run for president, I'm not telling you don't run for president, but right now, do not run for president. <laughs> Wait till not this term, next term. If you feel like you want to still run for president, wait till next term. Let us do what we got to do. Don't come with no distractions not, what got to be done here. Not even that. Y'all don't go out and waste your vote on Kanye West. Don't. Do not. If he plan on running for the presidential election, do not waste your vote on Kanye West. Please. Because I keep seeing people... Well, I mean... Same Kanye West and Kim, Kim Kardashian, they're not dummies. They know the law. Kim is in law school. She got... <laughs> da, da, da. Don't waste your vote. Please. Don't. Because at this point, we need all the votes we can get. And if y'all voting... For something that's not going to change what we got going on, it's it's a waste. A complete waste. What do I always tell you, Javon? You be the change. Mm-hmm. You be the change. You the future. I don't really, like y'all know, I have no opinion on the election. But um, only thing I can say about the election is for y'all to be careful and keep your eyes open. If you could vote early, please vote early. Uh, please, if you're around any of the elders, please go there and teach them how to vote on the electronics or help them vote so they don't have to go out there and miss that chaos that might be occurring during this election because that's what it seems to be the president wants set up for. So keep your eyes open, keep your ears, you know, open. You know, stay smart, stay solid. And, um... We're going to talk about this group, the NFAC. What is it called, Zakia? What the, what's the initials for it? Not fuck, 
Not fucking around coalition. The non fucking around. The not fucking around coalition. Storm Stone Mountain, Georgia, yesterday on July 4th on Independence Day. Uh, the founder, Grandmaster Jay, um, he led a march of black, they say black militias, I'm going to say black powerful men and women carrying assault rifles legally, bearing their arms of their amendment rights, which you can do legally. Stone Mountain, North Carolina, he said, was the birthplace of the Ku Klux Klan. Last episode, you know, we dug in on the history of the Ku Klux Klan. And now we have a military representing the black people of America storming the Stone Mountain, North Carolina. What y'all think about that? Come on, um, play. Can you play the uh, video for me? You can play the video for me real quick. While we get that video, I just want everybody, you know, just to stay solid. This is what I be talking about when you protest. Protest knowing your rights. You can protest bearing your arm, showing your weapon without pointing your weapon. Don't go out there and be foolish and march in front of a whole military police who got weapons, all type of weapons to throw at you, and all you got is a sign in your voice. I never do that. So you, you. You could talk. Was. Oh, so you were saying that. Um, I know we have a right to bear our arms, but when we go out and protest, the ones that have the uh, rights, the the ones that have the proper paperwork to carry their arms, are them the ones that should be out there protesting instead of carrying the signs? Because you know if you do that, that's what's just gonna, gonna cause the uproar. Paid the four hundred years as prophesied. Tribes of Israel, all 12 of them. You enslaved us, you degraded us, raped our women and our men, stole our history, stole our religion, and now you're trying to steal our lives. But you want us to believe they matter. You can kiss my ass right in the crack. Me too. So it's only appropriate, y'all. That we go to the source. For all y'all out here who don't know, this is the birthplace of the Klu Klux Klan. This is where they were born after they were destroyed. Just for you. Everything you've been seeing, the police, discrimination in housing, a fucked up education, fucked up banking system, fucked up politics, are all tied to the KKK. You don't believe that, you don't know shit about this country. So what we gonna do is we gonna pay a visit to their home. Because we ain't talking to the police no more. They just work for the KKK. 
We ain't talking That's to the right. government no more. That's because right. They are the KKK. That's right. We ain't talking to the banks no more because they are the KKK. We ain't talking to most white people because y'all are the KKK. Uh, no, no. Don't tell me that you ain't never been a slave on the motherfucker. I ain't never been a slave. That's right. But you riding around in my car. That's right. You won't even let me ride in the motherfucker, right? Hallelujah. So I'm not talking to them no more. I want the heart of the Ku Klux Klan to hear me no matter where the fuck you are. I'm in your house. That's right. Where you at? You made a threat. We don't threaten. We don't scare. Because we don't. Cause we don't care And we don't fuck around You threaten us We gonna threaten you So yeah That was just a little bit uh, What July 4th was like In Stone Mountain, North Carolina Yesterday Grandmaster J Georgia uh, I keep saying Stone Mountain, North Carolina Stone Mountain, Georgia My bad He was Stone Mountain, Georgia my bad. I was thinking about it because I was in Stone Mountain, North Carolina, coming home, but it was Stone Mountain, Georgia. And what uh, people did in North Carolina about that damn flag. Oh, yeah. I, uh, when I was uh, living in Atlanta, I remember um, going to Stone Mountain. Yeah, Stone Mountain, Georgia. I know yeah, exactly uh, where that is. It's like right a, before uh, Atlanta. Yeah, it's like a, I mean, the to the park. park. I went yeah. to the National Park. Okay. That's what I mean. it is, a yeah. National Park. A National Park go. where they have up on the mountaintop, I think it's That's what they have several, a couple of generals, well, what is it, Robert E. Lee or what? I, maybe not, I don't know they who it is. But it's some generals there. Look up, see what the history of Stone Mountain, Georgia. Well, Stone, what it is, Stone Mountain, it Did has some kind of history. Grains? You took my phone. It has some kind of history with uh, the Confederacy. What up, Jason? Uh, What's up? Go ahead. No, we bringing Jason in. Um, this is my cousin-in-law. Pretty intelligent. I'm going to let him introduce himself and promote himself because he's a technician. So go ahead and, get, and promote yourself, bro. So they can holler at you if they ever need help with fixing a fire stick or something. <laughs> I'm Jason. Uh, engineer uh, slash uh, proud black man and father and brother uh, and husband. Cousin, uncle. Shout out to wifey. <laughs> um, so what? Uh, what you do, man? Like you know, what you smart at? I'm trying to promote you. This is your avenue. You know, I'm gonna share the hell out of this because that's what I do. I'm gonna promote it. So all y'all who get mad, don't want to support, don't worry. It's going to come. And when it comes, I know I'm taking the list, writing it down twice, seeing who's naughty or nice. <laughs> hey, so um, Stone Mountain, what y'all think about uh, Grandmaster Jake here? Like, we, we kind of did a little research on the uh, NF AC. Uh, well, Stone Mountain, you asked me about uh, the history of Stone Mountain. It was dedicated to uh, civil uh, Confederate memorial carving uh, uh, for the General Lee uh, okay. and other Stonewall Jackson, and plus Jefferson Davis, too. Right. Those was, uh, it's dedicated to them, They uh, and basically the part that they played during that time. 
So that and was, it also Stone Mountain is the largest uh, dedication to the Confederacy. Okay. That they have, so that's like their. So that symbol of of that black military that was there yesterday on Independence Day. Like he said, I'm in y'all house. That's what he said. He told them, Grandmaster Jay said he was in their house. Where y'all at? You know, do y'all think we need that right now? That type of. You know the perception. Just, just the the, the um, perception is. Do you think that's needed? Period. I I like all y'all to answer because we have different eras here. Because we had them before with Black Panther Party. You know, and you seen how they destroyed the Black Panther Party with Cointel Pro. Look up Cointel Pro. It was a real thing. They destroyed the Black Panther Party from within. They had agents within. So. In myself, I try to be a peacemaker. But I swear, uh, mm, it's time for a change. And I salute them brothers. I wish more people uh, get together like that, not intentionally to cause harm, but to protect ourselves. If you're coming at me like that, then I'm going to be waiting on you. What you think, Jemai? Okay, so I don't want to contradict myself because you know how they try to say, like now, when we talk about police brutality and white people try to be like, well, y'all need to stop black-on-black crime first. I mean, if if we pay more attention to getting our people to stop worrying, like, trying to kill each other and worrying about other stuff versus what other races are doing to us as a people while we're always the bottom of the barrel, the last, you know, I think it would be better. That's where that knowledge comes in. Because a lot of people, they don't take it serious. Why do we do these things? Why are we so much against each other? Why are we so jealous of each other? Why are we so envious? That's all it is. I don't like this or that. Honestly, black-on-black crime doesn't exist. It's just that more blacks live near each other. So if we live near white people, we'll be killing each other there. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to say that. And then people, you know... We live in black neighborhoods. So we only got blacks around us. So if somebody gets mad and kills somebody, it's going to be nine times out of ten a black person. Now, one thing Jemaya did say I think is right is I think even though... What Jason's saying is a fact that black-on-black crime only exists because that's who we're around. That's our neighbors on a daily. That's how they... The segregation still is in with the housing unit. That's where the racism and the housing, you know, and and that business and how they... Property, you know, and gentrification and everything, how they're taking over the neighborhoods and moving us back out. It's us being still around each other, seeing the same struggle, and we have nobody else to compete with or to compare to but each other. Now, if we paid attention to each other as far as how we treat each other, as far as respect, especially when we out there in public, like, I see too much of 
being disrespectful towards each other for the most pettiest things and these other cultures is seeing that like we we go out the way to disrespect each other or it's like you can't take being embarrassed in front of somebody and not letting them have it if we start greeting each other with respect like not having our head down or not mugging each other and just speaking like how you doing brother or how you doing sir or how you doing king whatever you want to greet your people by even if you use the n-word like that greet them you know what i'm saying don't just walk by and mug somebody greet them smile with a smile or something you know make these people feel more secure because we are brutal when we mad and that's what they're scared of so Yes, we need to pay attention to each other and how we treat each other, but we also need to address the people who have been mistreating us for over 400 years. And in order to address that, I think that movement right there needs to see us, the black man and the black woman, in solidarity. I think if the youth would see that, they would change. Within, they would want to change. But when you have like a movement that's been, like I say, hijacked by different cultures because they're saying a slogan, a hashtag, which is Black Lives Matter, it's not getting the effect that needs to happen. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, they try to break it down into subcategories when it's it's not really just Black Lives Matter. I mean, we all when we say Black Lives Matter, we still mean everybody else's lives. Y'all mat like different races matter too. But it won't as mat- it won't matter as much until y'all start to understand and recognize and see the systematic abuse and how they treat our race. When y'all finally understand that we don't matter to them, that's when it'll be equal. Come on, cause cause let's let's just keep it real, white folk. And, you know, I'm talking to white people. I'm talking about good white folk. You know, y'all sit there and watch our people look at what's going on in Flint. Don't nobody talk about that water system. That hasn't been fixed yet. That's not kosher. Y'all know y'all wouldn't sit there and drink that water, bathe in that type of water. So uh, that was wrong. Y'all should have stepped up then, screaming Black Lives Matter. And stepped up when Trayvon Martin got killed by a neighborhood watch security guard. Y'all, and, and, and y'all sided with him to watch the evidence. Y'all really... Because he defended himself, he's six one and young. Yeah, he was gonna beat a out of shape neighborhood watch security guard. So y'all should have stepped up then. This is why. Look, you at, walk look at what y'all did with George Zimmerman after the fact. Yeah, like whoever bought that gun, whoever bought <laughs> that gun, the hell with you. You know, I hope that the NFAC finds you because I've been on about the NFAC. I'd been known about them because they put a memo out about George Zimmerman a long time ago. I wasn't going to speak on it because I have I live by a code. I'm not going to, for something that I know I want done and, and wish that would happen, get done, I'm not going to destroy that process. So I never put them out there like that. So, yeah, man, it's, it's sad that we got to talk like this, but y'all need to really get it in your heads that, we're probably the most kindest people y'all ever met because we haven't reacted or acted on revenge. Like, we really letting karma take its course on everybody. Anything you back against the wild gonna come out fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether it win or lose, it's 
and like I said, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, justice for Breonna Taylor, justice to all the lives that have been lost since the George Floyd death, because it's many. I'm sorry I don't have all the names, but that's how many have been still getting shot and killed by the armed forces you call the police that's supposed to protect and serve, but don't protect nothing. They just react and then serve you. So, um, yeah, that's just how I feel. You know what's um, sad, though? They still have a... There's the whole system. It's set up. They've made and created laws that have black people scared of other black people. Y'all are scared mm-hmm. of y'all own people by laws and things they've come up with. Mm-hmm. Right. And then... In the 80s and 90s, when all those... Um, eight, well, not really 80s. But you know how the teenagers were back then when they were doing their own little thing, even down to the um, Central Park Five. They were so terrified of kids that they had different laws set up throughout the black community. Having black parents agreeing with those laws to keep their kids out of children, but they're, I mean, out of trouble, but they're still going against other black kids in their community. Because that goes from being misinformed. And, and in the 80s, like, when that happened, it wasn't the fact they were scared of kids. They were scared of black, you know. It was the fact that I was black. Even though they know it's like that. Like, I, again, I hate to keep bringing it up, but maybe it's a reason why his name keep coming up. Emmett Till, you know, he got killed off of what he say, she say. You know, did nobody see him whistle at the lady or anything? Just off her word, they reacted. You know, and they wanted to attack anything that was black. Same with the five. You see, if you seen that movie and how they just just rounded them up, that was a real thing up north. They said in New York, they just picking. If you volunteered to go down there, you know what I'm saying, to be in a, uh, you weren't coming home. So um, they just needed anybody to pin anything on, and they felt like black lives don't matter. This is why they're saying that because you just throw people's lives away, taking people's kids away from their home, like they don't have a home. And then you go home, you go back home to your family and and get to talk about your day and feel good about it. Nah, that's not happening. I know, like, like, yeah. But like I said, we're going to forever be three-fifths of a human being in their eyes. Nah, because right now that's the thing with, with the movement is going on with the NFAC. Not only are they policing the police, but they're policing the bullshit that's going on in the black communities with this black-on-black shit. You know, us hating each other, us competing with each other. They really said that, too. You know, everybody thinking they just out there being malicious with whites. No, they're really looking at whoever is trying to harm black women, black children, and stop the black process of growth. So, like I said, that's something I think we all need. Um, Farrakhan spoke on July 4th. He had a message for America. Me and my auntie got up and watched it. She's over here being auntie. Um, I just wanted to speak on it. <coughs> Farrakhan as a whole, uh, with everybody, like I, what he really means to me as a, a black man in America, and the impact he had on my life as a youth. Like growing up, I I grew up in the Christian church, but 
Farrakhan always stood out to me when he spoke. I always would catch him speaking. Anybody that was a student of under Farrakhan, like Khalid Muhammad, I would listen to him. And they were marked early as hate speakers, you know. And I felt that was wrong because you're supposed to have freedom of speech in America, and it wasn't hate speech. He was just speaking facts and the truth. And that's something I always gravitated to was a black man able to speak the truth on white platforms. Because back in the day, he would go on Donahue or Robbo. It didn't matter who was the show or the show. He would go on there and speak on the platform and challenge other religious people, and, and, and leaders and stuff, leadership. Of, but Farrakhan means a lot to our, our people, man. And I just feel like when people misjudge him and talk bad about him i think they just effed up because you took the you took the devil's bait because that's what they wanted you to do they want you to believe he's a hate speaker he doesn't hate the jews he meets with the jews he meets with every religious leader there is in the world he has met with this is why the united states don't like him because he knows when the united states does something that we don't know as citizens farrakhan knows about because they have farrakhan on speed dial so this is why I listen to him because he puts me up on game about what country, what our country be doing to these other countries. And he spoke yesterday. I suggest you look it up on YouTube. I don't really want to misquote him because I have to rewatch it again, and you know, and rewatch it and rewatch it. He said this is the last time you guys will hear from him. So I suggest you watch it so you know what's ahead of us because there's a lot of things that's coming ahead. And you need to get prepared. What y'all think about Farrakhan, though? What do you know about Farrakhan? I mean, y'all can be honest because this is what this is for. is for education and just learning because they don't teach y'all about the people y'all need to know about. They teach you about the people they want you to know about, like a Martin Luther King. You know, they want you to know, oh, yeah, he bowed down. Even though he, he bowed down, he still was a great man and he had great purpose, but they used that perception of being nonviolent to teach us, to tame us, you know. But uh, Farrakhan, he he kills them with kindness too. He never raised a hand at them, but they fear him. Yeah. I know he's a minister type of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no problem. I know he reconstructed original NOI to be what they are today. And what's the NOI, Jason? Nation of Islam. The Nation of Islam, which is a black nation within the nation. So how I look at the NOI, yes, I am Muslim, but I'm not from the Nation of Islam. Maybe a couple months from now, I will be saying I'm from the Nation of Islam. I choose to be there. I just know it's a process. So, um... When I see the nation of Islam, I just see them as a nation within a nation that we've been, who's been liberated and hasn't been tampered with. The only time you can know they've been tampered with was when Malcolm X, the Malcolm X situation where they got everybody believing the nation had something to do with it, but it was sellouts, you know? It wasn't the nation per se. It was Muslims that got paid off by the ops, you know, with the COINTELPRO. COINTELPRO was used on all f form and fashion of any black liberators or uh, activists. But yeah, shout out to Farrakhan. 
I hope he stays healthy. I hope he stays with us long. Y'all just pray for him. What you think, though? You know what I mean? so, That's a little bit of him. Though. Like yeah. He was alive when Malcolm, he was under Malcolm. Under, really? Yeah, Malcolm was like his teacher. You know, Malcolm was older. He was already ranked above Farrakhan. Farrakhan had to wait, you know, in the background. He didn't talk about that. Who? Farrakhan. He do. Because, I mean, he he mentioned, you know, the number two people who really taught him, but I didn't know Malcolm was over him. It's not over per se, but like, all of them are taught by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And the creator of what we call Islam, the Muslim, is Farid Muhammad. (coughs) But Malcolm Malcolm was one of uh, Elijah's students. I like him. You read it? You like who? Uh, The Grandmaster Jay, what I was was seeing. Why she have her phone to read? I don't have Instagram, so I couldn't go to his Instagram. I didn't follow them. Grandmaster J is cool. I think, like I said, I think that's needed. Uh, we we jumping back on the NFAC because I think they really are important. Because if they're, we got somebody that's patrolling different areas that are racist and springing them out, that's going to help everything. But we're going to play a little bit of, nah, that ain't it. This is, we're gonna play it right there. Yes. This is fair, kind of. Yes. Allah is great. Yes. So whether I'm present or absent, the Executive Council of the Nation of Islam yes, sir. must call our scientists. Yes, sir. Come and let's sit down. Yes, sir. Our virologists, our epidemiologists. Those of us who know the science, we cannot let them bring anything to us that we don't dissect. Don't you take a vaccine unless you say to our people, we've checked it out. And you better be of the truthful ones. But Farrakhan... If we don't take the vaccine, we're sure to die. You're dying for sure now. They want to quicken death. Yes, our brothers and sisters, they are in the Bible as the pale horse of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The pale horse had a rider. His rider was death. And everywhere that pale horse went, hell followed behind. This is your history. You're angry with me. I'll take it. Because the two that back me are very angry with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the righteous are becoming more angry with you with every passing day. Imagine some Caucasians sitting in a room plotting the death of two to three billion 
human beings. Yes, sir. Calling them useless eaters. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. That's how so that was just a little bit of Farrakhan's July 4th message to the world. I, you could go check that out on YouTube. Revolt. Go help out Diddy, man. Diddy, Diddy did a good thing airing that live on his channel. I, I, I appreciate that. I don't know if BET had it on, but I know Diddy did. Um, so, basically, what Farrakhan's saying is, we got this coronavirus going around, and um, he says, "Don't take the vaccinations. Why would you trust taking vaccinations from people who are trying to kill you anyway?" been trying to kill us for 400 years. Tuskegee Airmen, the syphilis, chicken pox, Native Americans. It's always been diseases that they'll spread to pass. You know, diabetes. We already know diabetes come from shots that you take when the baby is born. All these things that they pump in us. It's why our, our, our women are dying rapidly in the hospitals lately black women black women black children disappearing organ donors organs being missing in bodies at cemeteries and and, and at the corner office people going to the the morticians and, and the people's bodies parts is missing being sold on the black market i done had a conversation with a friend in milwaukee i won't say his name but he told me it's it's a big game out there in Milwaukee. People snatching up randomly, getting snatched up and being sold. You know, made me fear. He said, cause I had the perfect truck, kind of truck I'm driving. That's what they be riding. It'll be a truckload of women tied up. You know, so we in a wicked stage of life right now and we have to be more mindful of who's right and who's wrong. Who's fighting for righteousness and who's fighting for the evilness that we see right now in the world going on. Donald Plump or whatever you want to call him, Orange Face, whatever you want to call him. He's spreading evil. The people who can need to exercise their right to vote. Mm So, Kia, I mean, go ahead, Kia. Talk about what you wanted to talk about, like, as far as the subjects that we had today. Like, this episode was pretty good. I I really want your feedback because we need more women supporters. Please support me. I'm for the black women. I like it. It was fun. I like the topics. Uh, The grand uh, master. Grand master J. looking at him I like him you know I didn't want to like him you know, you're I trying was, to find uh, something right like yeah. an Al Sharpton right like like I, <laughs> I, I I'm with you but you know he be borderline like hey, is he about to say something he, he sound like he about to say something like I agree with him but he sound like he about to say something but I'd be about like to say to something yeah it sound like he about to cross the line but when I think you that's cross the line what you mean as far as a, a war no, no, no. Because I feel like that's needed too, but I don't know. Because like kind of with the Black Panthers when they came off to certain people it would kind of seem like they was saying the right thing, but they were still like 
you know, these people, they talking about doing something crazy. You know, they talking about trying to go kill people right now. That's what I mean when I, I mean, say borderline. And yeah. one, one of the other things that he was saying is like, <clears throat> what I mean, the line borderline, and our can he forces us to ask ourselves, like, uh, remember the blackout, uh, well, we put the they wanted you to black out your social media yeah. Tuesday blackout. Yeah, why is why did you go back? Is justice have justice been served? Right, right. You know, why why your stuff I think out? Even with Everybody's, stuff like if, that, if you're gonna be about this, it shouldn't be Black right. Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter or whatever. I mean, he don't. I, this is not him. You know, like I said, I just found out about him today actually, and I've been researching and looking at and looking at his Insta. Well, his. Uh, what he has on in the public so um yeah but he's saying you know can you really say you about this life if you ain't if, i mean ain't no justice being served you can't even put a black page on your instagram right. you know yeah. you change your profile picture on instagram if you're gonna be about it you have to be about it a hundred percent yeah Not 25 50 75 you gotta give it your all or don't deal with it at all you can't come halfway to a movement that needs to change mm-hmm. some stuff so with all that said right what do y'all think like what's going on in our city in charlotte all these r- r- random deaths I can, i'd be a fool not to mention that and i stay in the city and i know the city's going bananas right now you know we're not going to get the global look but Right now, Charlotte is losing their mind. The youth um, came home really on purpose, trying to uh, reach out and um, get something started with some some of my brothers, some of my homeboys that I know that want to do right and, and right the wrongs that we should have corrected a long time ago. Um, what do y'all think about the city? Like these random, these killings that have been happening from Father's Day on up. You know, Juneteenth weekend. Rest in peace to Kelly. You know. I always had this thought, like, growing up and, like, seeing all the different civil rights movements and Black Lives Matter movements, I always thought, wow, that's happening there. That could never happen here. That's not going to happen here. I can't ever see that happening here. Now that it is, it's like a real wake-up call in our face. Because so many other people thought the same thing. They don't do that. They don't riot like they do in Atlanta and Charlotte. That's not going to happen here. We're not like that down here. I then, police ain't like that. Yeah. You know? Then you see it. It's kind of just like, dang. Wow. We really experiencing it. It might and be one or two that's nasty, but they ain't going to shoot nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jason, you, from, you basically from up north. And, you know. You experienced probably the uh, stop and frisk. What? How you see Charlotte right now? You know what I think it's just like uh, <laughs> mostly a lot of anger. And then, you know, the young people, I feel like a lot of them build off of what they, what, what everybody calls flex. They just want to be known. They want to be, to have that notoriety. They want to be infamous. You know, they want that, you know, craved attention. You know, I killed that dude. You know, now now I got juice. 
you know, nobody want to try me. I killed that dude. You know, I think that's what a lot of the times it is. I mean, a lot of disrespect could be talked out between two men. Right. Anything, you know, apologies, whatever. You know, if you can't come to an agreement, you just can't come to an agreement. There's no reason to take another man's life for it, though. I also think um, it comes down to parenting, too. Like, the way you raise is the way you're going to be. You know, if you're not taught that what you're doing is wrong or if you don't get somebody to go upside your head at least one time and it's the police doing it, you know, it's going to be repeated because you don't understand authority, you know. You don't have respect for authority. Therefore, you won't have respect for it. Nobody. You don't have respect for a man. Because, I, like I said in the beginning, I really think all these shootings and things come down to just simple respect, having respect for each other. Some way, somehow, somebody got disrespected. That's how we get started. But it's the disrespect to the point where you have to go to the extreme of taking a life. Mm-hmm. That's where I think everything is... Carelessness, too. Yeah. Letting certain things being said that shouldn't be said. Keeping certain comments to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. And then letting people feed into you, you know, your energy and wanting to instigate. You know, mm-hmm. you got to recognize who's really for you by these incidents. Well, he's pushing me out there to go do something crazy that'll F up my life. Uh, you know, what... what, what is you for me or not, you know? Because them same people, when you're locked up, they're not going to call. They're not going to put no money on your phone. They're not going to come visit you. They're not going to sit. They're not going to do nothing but be there when you get out. And you're like, boy, I thought you would never get out. Sit like that, you know? Like, I ain't going to lie. I ain't have no record till I came to Mecklenburg County. So I already know Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department with, with the shits. So... You know, I didn't been took behind a building and, I, and they opened their trunks and was discussing shit when they was supposed to be taking me straight to Uptown. So I, there's a bunch of stories I got mm-hmm. about you know Mecklenburg County, but I, I think it's too. They, I think uh, that people think that it's extreme about uh, when they talk about defunding the police department and things like that. Right. But when you think about it, I think. From what I've seen, our police officers are laid back. They too laid back. They're too comfortable. They too have that com- uh, a complex of thinking that they are above the people that they are there to protect and serve. That they are better than. That they can do anything. To we need to bow down to them as soon as they come mm-hmm. into the place. Mm-hmm. And why I say they lay back because they feel comfortable. Instead of doing their job like it's supposed to be taking you to jail, they feel comfortable where they can have a conversation, pull over, talk to this person, this, that, and this, a normal day. I done been in the back of a police car because of a tail light and uh, or, uh, because of no having no lights on, going through a lighted area one mile from my house. And I went to jail because of a nasty police officer. I seen something that disgusted me. A six-year-old girl, black girl, was arrested from school. And a police officer put her in handcuffs and put her in the car. And I think, like, if it was a white girl, would that process have went the same? I mean, anyways, they're not supposed to be able to conversate with a child. 
without a parent being aware or being present. So that's breaking the law right there. Number one. But I came to the conclusion and came to realize I'm kind of like at the point at where Grandmaster Jay, that's his name, Grandmaster Jay at with it. I'm not asking no more for nothing. I'm a human being like you're a human being. You're not about to disrespect me no type of way. You're not going to disrespect my kids any type of way. You're gonna know who I am. This is why I have this platform. You're gonna know who I am and who you gonna who you dealing with if you do pull me over. But all that mishandling the kids, miss like the girl getting punched in the face in 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 Dade County Airport in Miami, all that stuff going on like that, right? That's no more, man. Like, cause if I was there and I I have to catch the end of it and I see black men around it and nobody raising hell, then I'm going to have to point you out because that's where we need to be with it, you know? We have to have our Tupac mentality. Tupac shot two cops because he was riding by from a concert seeing two dudes who he didn't know were cops. They didn't have uniforms on. He saw two white men jumping on a black guy. When he hopped out to stop them from jumping on him, they pulled out their guns on him. And he pulled out his and fired on them and hit both of them. Then later on, he found out they were police officers. But the fact of the matter is he saw a random brother getting jumped on and he pulled over. He's a superstar. Why would I have to pull over and help? He didn't, he felt it in his passion for his people to help. And that's where we got to be with it. We got to have that Tupac mentality with a Mamba mentality, and, and, and with a Malcolm mentality, with a Martin mentality. When I say Martin, that means we do have to have, you know, allies. We have to be able to sit at the table and have friendships. We can't just hate all of them, but we have to direct our energy to the source. And the people that are with us got to know this is who we directing it to. So we need you to direct your energy with us there. Not just on the saying a hashtag Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, you know. Did y'all see that video of the lady um painting over the Black Lives Matter yeah, in that. the street with black paint? Yeah, she was throwing black paint. I mean, but that's so extra. That don't mean nothing Petty. to us. When y'all painted it on the street, that didn't do nothing yeah, for me. It was just like, yeah. wow, they put it we on. We want change. We don't like, want that. Yeah, like <laughs> like y'all like like y'all really are thinking we're dumb and y'all keep playing with us you keep playing with us like come on y'all it's, it's a nice gesture it's not not even that stop playing with us that's like me getting the crumb still I feel like that's, that's like just... me you still coming outside with chitlins after a long day of picking cotton you still want to come feed me the scraps oh we're just gonna paint the street that martin Lu- martin luther king boulevard shit that don't mean nothing to us. That's for y'all to be reminded that he signed a treaty with y'all for us. And that's I, that's a whole nother episode. We could dig deep on that later, but yeah. I well, like man, I appreciate y'all coming in on, on Spark the Convo podcast. Man, support y'all people, man. That's all this is, man. Y'all don't know what somebody trying to do, you know, but if somebody trying to do something that's you're not doing push them i am john trey we'll have bobby next week with me probably soon i might add them on to this one um this was my family the fam what's your name
Y'all can put y'all uh, website where they can find you if that's what y'all want. Whatever, promote. Say whatever. Everybody know me, John Trey, everything. John Trey 34, 341. Everything. John Trey. Hi, this is Zakia Williams. Z A C H I A. Hi, this is Jemiah Tanner. J A M Y A H. And Renee Bruce. My auntie Nay, go follow her. She give you some spiritual, spiritual, put advice. you in some spiritual moods. Um, join the STC podcast Facebook group. Go ahead and join that group. Please follow me on Spotify. Download Anchor. Start your own podcast. Tell them John Trey told you to do it. And um, yeah, follow me on Anchor, Jason. Oh, Jason Wells. So I say, take care of your energy. Some battles are imagined. Some situations are contrived. Platforms are used to distract, and others are used to confuse. I didn't get guys on the prowl. <laughs> and we're gonna end it just like that. What you want to end with, Nay? You didn't woke up out of nowhere. You know you was out cold. Fight <laughs> uh, the power that be. And we're gonna leave it on that. Shout out to Professor Griff. Shout out to Public Enemy. And the revolution continues. Spark that convo. Join that group. STC Podcast. Facebook. I'm out. Peace. When someone comes at you with a rope, when someone comes at you with a gun, despite the fact that you've done nothing, he tells you, suffer people. Pray for those who you do to fight. Be long suffering. And how long can you suffer after suffering for 400 years? Yes, I'm sick of the world. Yes, I'm sick of the world. Look at the time. So sick of the world. Waking on the signs of blindly from the blind. I gotta go rescue their minds. Yes, I'm sick of the world. All these lies. Yes, I'm sick of the world. Look at the time. So sick of the world. Waking on the signs of blindly from the blind. I gotta go rescue their minds. A world focused on drama, ignoring the comma. Our babies out here holding the armor. No dad to protect them from the slaughter. With these man-made weapons, flu injections, they all about to miss this message, life for a black man on this foreign land, they got a- Man, shut up. Nah, man, don't stay quiet, spark the convo. You got something to say it on your chest, spark the convo. A new podcast, hosted by me, John Trey. We gonna talk about any and everything. No filter. Spark the combo. Even while in traffic, spark the combo. Whatever you want to talk about, we're going to spark that combo. You'll never be able to say what's on your chest or whatever's on your mind. Let's build. Let's agree to disagree.